0: Welcome to this week's edition of Record Roundtable. It's the end of the year. It's the end of a decade. And we're going to talk about the best albums of that decade. This is Caleb Robinson speaking. I'm here with... I'm Dax. Jared. This is Tyler here. And again, we're going to be talking about the best albums... From the year 2010 till the year 2019, we all have our top 10 list, and we're going to be rattling them off for you on this episode. And that's the show. And that's what we're going to
1: do. Lots of enthusiasm. So much enthusiasm.
0: So who would like to begin with the list? Nobody? I I will start. Okay. I will start. My number 10 was very hard to pick because this decade had a lot of very, very good music. A lot of very good music. And whatever was number 10 to me solidified that everything below it then had to be left off and I wouldn't get to talk about it, which is sad. Very sad. But I chose Julia Holter, Have You in My Wilderness. It's a very good art pop, chamber pop album. Very 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 strong album i hadn't listened to it until um really i hadn't got into it until this year but it is an album that very much fits the type of music that i listen to defined your decade yes it it was a very good album a lot of a lot of the music that i listened to within the last couple years is music that has more definitively so that album came out in 2015, so I still... Okay. I mean, it's middle still, it's of the not, road, middle of the it's road. It's still middle of the road. And 2015 was a very big year in both me and Tyler, because me and Tyler yep. talked about it. Both of us listened to a lot of music that came out in 2015. So it may have been something that I listened to recently, but that doesn't mean that I don't still think it's one of the best albums that was released within this decade. So you, don't def- you don't have to defend it. It's your choice. Well, if you your attack me, then I have to defend. Good.
1: Next, would you like? Everyone's to go next? looking at Yes, I at would you. like to go next. Everyone's looking at him anyway. So my list is like mainly comprised of things that changed, like the way I listen to music, for the most part, uh, things that introduced me to new types of music. So my number ten is Mookie Mookie Man Mansu, the album 2012.
0: I want to listen to a song. Yes, you do. Him.
1: Listen to the uh, first track, Andromeda. Oh no <laughs> did,
2: you,
0: did you need that that last part of the line? Yeah,
1: Kilimanjaro. That's good. Where are they from? Japan. Japan.
0: Nah, that makes sense.
1: Rock Lobster. It's got all that, like, punky, like. Don't say that. What?
2: It's pretty good. What?
1: Look at him over here.
2: He called it punk.
0: Yeah. It's a
1: variation of punk. What do you think about baby
0: metal? Mm. I know. That seems Mm. like those are two very different things. I don't know about baby metal. Like, you're just referencing the only other Japanese band that (laughs) you could possibly think of in that moment. Dax, continue with your thoughts.
1: Uh, that's really about it. It just uh, kind of brought me into a more of a, a Japanese mood, and I've been on a real heavy Japanese music theme lately. He's been
2: nothing but Japan for ten years.
1: All all ten years he's been listening all 10 to Japan. Years. All right,
0: yep. I'm going to select uh, the British. Punk band Creeper with their album *Eternity in Your Arms* from 2017. I should have known that you picked that album. I had, it it uh, it got moved up a bit. I changed the way I was doing the my list because I had three albums by the same artist and I didn't want to bog it down. So I, I moved Creeper up, which I'm happy with. I like that album. It's good. Uh, *Hiding with the Boys* is the best song on the album. We don't have to play it if we don't want to. If we can, if we, I don't give it, I don't give a care. And the world. This world or Japan, I don't care.
1: <laughs> I'm yours, but you don't care. The in your the you the still
0: They're considered to be goth punk, which we saw really? live. Together, yes, I saw them. At, I saw them at Warped Tour. Do you think it's oh, goth punk? They're like uh, a more modern version of the punk band Aiden, if anybody knows Aiden. But they—that's more. In they're a little appearance, bit better, though. I would say the music, music was, is similar as well. A you think bit. so? Yes, I, I, I do. I feel like Aiden but, is more emo. But do you think but. it's goth? Yes. Okay. I feel like it's more modern. Those... Um. Goth, I suppose. There yeah. was a point where you described it as uh, a modern day meatloaf because it was like a kind of like thematic. Thematic, mm-hmm. yes yeah. album. Yes. So I remember you mentioning that. So cool. Nice. Tyler, before you start, I wanna say I put down ten albums that yeah. I think are on your list. Yeah. I don't think I wanna see how many have I got right.
2: I don't think I think you're gonna get
0: You think zero? I think you're
2: gonna get three. Three? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I, well, I think three to four is where I'm sitting. Okay. Yeah, I think there's definitely some you're not going to get. Okay. I don't think you're going to get this one.
0: Okay, let's go here. All
2: right. Um, my list is, like Cody, is groups who's album... I guess it's like groups who are... Uh, they didn't change the way I listen to music, I wouldn't think, necessarily. But uh, I, I didn't go about this objectively, I guess. I was more subjective with this list about people that I really enjoy as compared to things that are really considered good music. So... Although I think they're good anyway. My number 10, Baroness Yellow, Green and Yellow. I yellow almost, and Green. I almost put that on there. I'm 2012. So dumb. I'm so dumb. He didn't do it. it didn't what didn't do I it.
0: wondered if you would put a Baroness album on there. Of course I'd put a Baroness
2: true. album <laughs> on there. I'm not going to make us listen one because we're going to be doing it soon. That's true. Next so, week. Yep. So I won't, but mmm, very good. They kind of changed up metal a little bit. You know what I mean? They threw, threw it for a loop. Sludge. And, and this album's, well... This this album, for instance, the most popular song on this album was, uh, in fact, the most popular song all in all, "March to the Sea." That song, if you when you start it off, it's got some retro rock vibes to it, really, and then it plays in and it comes in and gets a little bit heavier, and but it goes back and forth. So maybe next week I'll make you listen to that one. In fact, I most definitely will make you listen to it on air. But it's a good album. Double.
1: Cool. I don't know that band. I'm looking forward to next week. Ooh. They're pretty good. They're pretty good.
0: Who goes in for number nine? I forget how we did the system. Didn't we do like a snake? Well, event?
2: we did on some of them, but not on all of them. Do a so I can, do, I can do number nine if you want to. My number nine is a group that I really like. There are two, let me just say this, I suppose, and this is where you probably will guess one, Caleb, or maybe. There are two groups in this decade that I found around 2015-ish uh, that I have... Really loved the entire, ever since then, and have been listening to, and both each of them have an album on my my list, and they're both female-fronted indie, indie alt groups. So the first one, this, number nine, Speedy Ortiz, their debut, Major Arcana, 2013. Really?
0: Yep. I didn't know that you liked Speedy Ortiz that Oh, much. I love Speedy Ortiz. Huh. That's a, I mean, it's a pretty good album. Yeah. I just wouldn't I would not have thought that you would have picked Speedy Ortiz.
2: Very good. Huh. I started with uh, Foil Deer which I believe was a 2015 release that I really liked that album and then I went back and bought this one and this one is just so good. This one is so very good. So, we don't have to play one but we can if you want to.
0: If
1: you like to. Alright, fine, let's Go do for it. it.
2: Get to the albums. i want to play the very last song. Fun, isn't it? Oh, that was good. Uh huh. I like that. That album is very fun. That that last track is seven minutes long, and that thing just builds into like a haywire at some point, and then comes back down to the end of it. And that's, I mean, it's a final track, but it's very fun.
0: Speedy Ortiz has always kind of reminded me of unfortunately a band that did not make my top ten albums of the decade, but Charlie Bliss, because ah. I loved Guppy and yep. Guppy. That when I after listening to Guppy, I was like, can I find things that sound kind of like Guppy, please? And Speedy Ortiz was one thing that I landed on. Nice.
2: Yeah. Very good. I I just, like you were this year, I had a thing for female-fronted groups for a while as well. Yeah. And this is one that stood out for a long time for me.
0: All right. I will do number nine. And my number nine is uh, the debut album from 2017 by Moses Sumney, Aromanticism. I have listened to this album to death since its release in 2017. I... Absolutely love this album. It is, it was a no brainer that it was, it needed to be in my top 10 of the decade because it was, it, it very easily could have been maybe, even though it was released in 2017, maybe an album that I listened to more than any other album this decade because of just the sheer amount. Like, you know how Spotify does the, uh, the 10 or the 100 songs you listen to in the year? Every single year, like five Moses Sumney songs make it into my top, like for the last three years. So it, it's an album that I, I I would recommend people listen to. He has a new album coming out next year in 2020. I guess this year now 2020 is.
2: It will be. Yeah. And yeah. you're the listening point of this, as you listen to this. It will be. 2020. It will be 2020. I remember you were how excited you were when this album came out actually because oh, you yeah. told me about it and I saw Moses Sumney. You did. Who tell that story? Which was cool. There was so it's going to happen again this year, listeners. If you're in the Cincinnati area, but the national came to Cincinnati for a festival they created called the Homecoming Festival, and it was held in Smale Park on either side. They had one stage on either side of the Roebling Suspension Bridge, and I caught wind of it and uh, didn't want to pay, so I just walked on the bridge, and I just went back and forth side to side, listening for free all day long. (laughs) And I caught some good... I caught Moses Sumney. I caught Feist. I caught Always. Um, Oh, man. I can't remember all the rest of them. But then I also the National who played boxer the entirety of boxer all oh, the nice. way through which was really good yeah. so and it's coming back this year homecoming again not a bad lineup jared and i have looked at it right i don't know if you two have no. but it looks pretty good
0: nice but yeah since most people have not heard moses Sumney, i will play a bit of it i mostly just want to hear have people hear his voice because if his voice doesn't hook you i got nothing for you i got nothing for you i'm gonna play i think it's so tough because I love everything off of a ra- aromanticism, but I'm gonna go with Don't Bother Calling. Still, no
1: grasp on the world is a- Dreamy. Dreamy. Dex? All right, so my number nine, uh, The Taxpayers. Uh, the album God Forgive These Bastards, song from The Forgotten Life of Henry Turner. Long-ass title. It's a whole thing? Yeah, it's a good album. Uh, kind of has a um, like a dirtier Mountain Goats vibe to it. Uh, should we play Hanson. a song on that, sure. too? Dirtier,
2: dirtier house song. I guess we'll Do, find out.
1: Yeah, I, okay. I don't. I, I didn't think you guys had listened to this. So, I you have shown me taxpayers before. When we get into like my higher rankings, you guys will probably won't need to play them. But yeah, for a I, play uh, which which one comes up first? I love you like an alcoholic. Yeah, play that one. Heavy humid night, corner of Park and Main.
2: You sure that just wasn't another Mountain Goats album?
1: <laughs> it's just a dirtier Mountain Goats. Just a dirtier Mountain, Whatever. mountain Goats.
2: Whatever. You, I mean, <laughs> dirty to you and dirty to me, are obviously. It's a, it's a subjective term.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's good. Thank you.
0: My number nine for the decade of favorite albums is A Day to Remember What Separates Me From You. All right. It came out in 2010, their final album on Victory Records after their uh, lawsuit against the record label, but it is their first foray, probably, um, into planning on having a mixed album of heavy songs and pop-punk songs. Yeah. So, like, Homesick was more, I feel, organic, and -hmm. that's probably still their best album, Homesick. Great album. Homesick is a great album, I agree. But... They kind of went in and they said we want to have five heavy songs and five more melodic songs, and that's what they did. And then from the albums after that, they've basically kind of stuck to that same same formula. And I didn't really like a day to remember when Homesick came out. I just mm-hmm. thought it like I didn't like Break Down City USA. Mm-hmm. I just made fun of it, but like now it I it's a good album. And then everything that they've done since then has been something that I followed and enjoyed. I've seen them. I will say every single band that is in my decade list I have seen live. Nice, Ooh, every single look one. At that. Mine yeah. I have not. Yeah, seen, I have not either. I've seen a day to remember I think three times now, so I have obviously. Yeah, I've seen them. A long love for a day to remember. I've only I've seen them headlined one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the other ones have been opening for somebody or being on Warp Tour, where they only get like a yeah. twenty-five minute, thirty-minute set. Right. But I saw them in Fort Wayne uh i think two years ago or something like that and they played like a full you know thing and it's i mean every time i see them there it's good they put on a big thing and they you know get into it and such so it's fun it's good stuff i've
2: yeah. only seen one of mine live but i've had an opportunity to see three or four of the other ones and i just didn't it didn't work out
0: i'm not so. sure how many of mine. i know I, i've seen at least one
2: i've seen only one I've do you want two? you,
0: you want to two. see you want a little bit of all i want if you want to play it I will go next again, I guess. Ooh, is that cool? Yeah, yeah. please. We, we'll, 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 we'll snake it. Ooh, man, don't say that. Oh, we're <laughs> uh, snaking it, Jared. Don't My do. number eight is Mayday Parade, Black Lines. Uh, they, uh, they're they my probably my favorite band. One of my favorite. Them, Menzingers, a few other people. There's a few people, you know, a few groups and such. Uh, this album is pretty, it's their first kind of foray, foray into trying to make, like, alt rock, mm-hmm. uh, rather than just pop punk. Every, I mean, if you play a song there, gonna, you're going to, you're going to say, Oh, it just sounds like pop punk, but it's, it's not, you know, uh, it is a little bit different than what they had been doing the same formula. Uh, but it, I enjoyed this album quite a bit and I didn't really like the then album after that. And the, the two before that, before their debut, um, all of them I've enjoyed, but this one was probably their best other than their debut in my opinion. So, um, If you want to play, oh, let me see. One of them will destroy the other. First. That does sound a little different from what I'm familiar with from Mayday Parade. So I it's just s- a more rockier. Yeah, I could see they it's a, try like there's a one. Shift. There's one song on that album that sounds like um a like they're trying to do Bush. Oh, it's interesting. very interesting. I like that <laughs> song a lot, but yeah. So we don't have to play that one either. But go ahead, next person.
2: All right, I'll do it. This album for me is an album that I. Think looked cool if I remember correctly,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: so I bought it, and it turned out being just awesome. So it's a joyful noise release of a Bloomington artist. Memory Map is the name of the band. The album is The Sky as well as Space, 2014 release. It's kind of math-rocky and fun, and it's it's fun. You're gonna like it, and I do want you to play one because you're gonna you're gonna think it's fun. Okay, so we're gonna play Magnetic Center. It's my favorite song in the album, right from the beginning. Ooh. That was fun. Isn't that, that fun. fun?
1: Yeah, I like was pretty that.
2: fun. Yeah great album i love this album they had a previous release called holiday man which is also really good i ended up picking that up on a red vinyl is sick nice but uh yeah this is a great album one of them that stuck with me i think i probably bought it it's a 2014 release but i probably bought it in 2015 uh and i've been it's one i've just always listened to ever since then
0: gotcha nice so uh my number eight is not a fun album uh my number 8 album is the 2018 release by Daughters so you won't get what you want. I think it's fun. It's it's not fun for most. It's not it's a very dark album. Yeah. It's very heavy. Uh there are industrial elements to it. There's noise rock elements to it. It's a very recent album and I recognize it as a recent album, but it is very much the type of music that shapes the way that I listen to music now. And I think that that is important because coming out of the decade, this is the kind of music that I'm listening to. And so this is an album that when I listened to it, I was like, this, this is an important album. Like as soon as I turned it on, like as soon as it started, I knew this is an album that's going to mean something to me. And it has remained that way ever since its release. It's a very, very good album. I'm going to play a song because if people haven't heard it yet, I'd like them to We'll keep it quick. I'm going to play the beginning of Long Road No Turns. Very, very dim, not fun for most music.
1: It makes me anxious. It's just
2: because it's yeah. a, it's just abrasive. Abrasive. That's what it is. It's droning and abrasive. And I like it. Just like swans and Nick Cav.
0: The things that I like. I was yeah. gonna say I was <laughs> gonna say something about swans. Yeah. So no. maybe
2: maybe wait till he says the album of the, of theirs that is on his list. So I said surprise. it cries.
0: Swans is not on my top oh, ten. Oh, boy. I'm going to go ahead and spoil it now. Oh, no swans out made wow. to my top ten. Spoiler alert. Whoa. I guess say it then, Jared. What? No, oh, I was just going to say that Daughters sounded like swans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't have to have a swan uh, album to say it. Uh, I think the highest. I think that Daughters th- sounds a little bit more listenable than yeah, swans. I would probably agree with you there.
1: I could see that, Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Dex? All right, my number uh, eight is that what we're on here? Yes, it uh, is. Uh, Kiro Kiro Benito, time and place. I see him shaking his head over there.
0: Just Japan. I love your it's all I love Japan. This. I love this because it's Kira like Kiro Benito's album from 2018 is actually pretty good. Like it was yeah. pretty well oh, yeah. received. It's right. not like a whoa Kiro Kiro Benito, really, but like
1: it's it's yeah, yeah. like it's poppy, it's experimental in places. It's good. It's great stuff. Uh, I guess play uh, only acting. I think that was the biggest song from
0: that.
1: At me for an they just get what they see. Can you actually just skip to the end also? It does that for a while. It's my favorite part of the song.
2: <laughs> and you don't like swans? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: only, only if Kara, Kara does it right. Okay,
2: yeah. okay, fine.
1: Am I, am I going again? Is if that you how want, we're we don't again? have to. We're doing it. We've already, we're, we've got it. It right. seems to make sense. All right. All right. So, all right. number seven. Caleb knows this one. Uh, I don't. I know, I know all your lists. You show me your list. I, I know. <laughs> wow. I don't think anyone else would expect me to pick it. Uh, Sophie, oil of every pearl's insides. Uh, real weird. Uh, real very. uncomfortable sounding very but somehow i was into it and it introduced me to a lot of other similar stuff
0: i could rattle off many things that are like sophie not that those things are better but like sophie yeah. sounds like a lot of other things that are worth checking out i have so,
1: a big playlist of stuff that's very similar
0: yeah so if you like sophie then there, things are out there don't think
1: oh nothing sounds
0: like sophie like you can find things i promise yeah it sounds like Burk really yeah. it's very very bierk
1: like so uh should have played face face shopping shopping.
0: yeah
2: he knew my face is the Marilyn Manson can use that as a backing track somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who's next, please? I don't know. Uh, go, go ahead, Is It's you, Jared.
0: What does it mean? I, I guess it, is the it's system. the oh. system. I didn't
2: know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that theme either.
0: It's the it system. How do you guys not figure out the system by now? Come I on. just know that if
2: I go last, I go first. That's all. I don't know any of the in-between. <laughs> yeah, and then it goes I'm in, in a the circle. circle. I'm in the same. Uh, uh, I thought it was, go like, was gonna go
1: like. I thought it was gonna go like this. You would not think like that, that, but no one's done it. So we're just we've committed to this. We've we've gone counterclockwise this whole time. Oh well, But for some reason, someone goes twice. It's a whole thing. I don't know.
0: Well, it's Jared's turn. All right, my turn. Number seven, according to uh, what numbers are. Uh, Real Friends, Maybe This Is The Place and We're Just Changing. Pop punk. Stuff it is. people hate. Um, I like this album. It's pretty good. It, it came out in 2014. They've had two releases since this album that I've really enjoyed each year. It's like one of those things where... like, It's nice when I have bands that are my favorite bands and they release albums... Like okay, this album, this band released this album in fourteen, and this band released this album in fifty. Like each year, I have a favorite from my from my favorite band, and I don't have to choose between them yearly. It's very nice. Huh, so, what a system! It's a system of a down. <laughs> uh, so yes, that's it. Do You want me to pick a song or no? Sure, we can just keep going. We, uh, we can do a song for each one. We'll pick just keep summer. Nice.
1: I like that. Yep. That's pretty good.
0: Thank you. I like it because it's a summer anthem. It, you don't have to like it in fourteen only. You can like it every year and listen every, to it every, the every summer. summer. Oh, I miss wow. you like the summer. Wow. Beautiful. Thank you. But well, the fall is my favorite. Same. Yeah, where's my fall anthem, Jared? Yeah, Jared. Is it on that album? Hold on. He's got he's got <laughs> six more albums. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right.
2: He's gonna get there. All right, Tyler All right, number seven for me, two thousand sixteen, Pine Grove's Cardinal. Huh. Yeah. You like I didn't pine? know I didn't know you were into Pine Grove. <laughs> this is like I told you that you probably weren't gonna get some of these. I didn't <laughs> I, I, they
0: I did, did a had tiny of them. I
2: very much enjoy Pine Grove huh. and I love this album. Travis at VGR at showed this to me. Mm-hmm. And I this I listened to this so many times the last like six months I was in Muncie. I listened to this quite regularly. And I I have pre ordered both of their their albums since Skylight, which came out earlier this year, and they have one coming out the beginning of this coming year. Or now, I guess, t- Skylight came out at the beginning of 2019. We're not in that year now. No. Because today is Thursday. And now, <laughs> this year, later Actually, this today year... Actually, today's Friday. Oh, no, Let's it's it, Friday. You know,
0: Thursday's <laughs> when good band, bad band comes oh, out. Oh, no, today Friday's is Friday. Today is
2: Friday. Spoiler, out. it's Monday. Okay,
0: so... <laughs> um,
2: And I I pre-ordered the next one coming out is my point. So they're all very good. I wanted to see them at Southgate House here in Newport um, last, like earlier in 2019 when they were touring and it sold out so quickly that I didn't get a chance to get a ticket and I'm bummed. That's too bad. So, but we can play. Old Friends? Yes, you bet. Actually, you know what? (laughs) New (laughs) Friends? I want to play Cadmium instead.
0: Okay. my neck out some ways i wish i was was walking with my neck out some ways that i wish that i
2: was out on the bed mm, boy it's oh, fun boy. you might like that quite that a bit nice. have you listened to pine ground
1: no i should
2: thanks you should give me a go you I'm probably just gonna like have to
1: it. listen to your list
2: you're gonna <laughs> i told you it's quite solid.
0: We should we should all listen to all of each other's lists. I've
2: listened to some of Jared's already, I guess.
0: I think you guys have heard most of my list. I've heard,
2: Yeah, I've heard quite a bit of yours as well, I suppose.
0: My number seven comes as no surprise to anybody at all. Uh, it is Idols, Joys and Act of Resistance from 2018. When it came out, I felt as though it was one of the definitive punk albums of the decade. Even more far-reaching than that. I have seen them live. I love them very much. They are a very, very important band to me. I am going to play the song. I'm Scum. Thank you, Jared. (laughs) (laughs) How did you know? Good guess.
1: I just uh, I love idols. So yeah, it's much. a good album. I struggled whether or not to put that on my list, but did you? I decided against it. Uh, just... Only because you it's like more recent that exactly. you've been listening to exactly. idols. Exactly. So. just when Good Band Bad Band came out, that's when I started listening to them. I off. know
0: Jared also was very hesitant to start listening to idols cuz he knew that I liked it, so he didn't want to like it. Mm. That's exactly why did, I never listened to it before. Did
1: you listen to
2: The Fontaines DC album from this year?
1: I don't think so.
2: We no. were still doing the weekly roundup when At it came time. out, yeah, yeah. But I don't remember if you were working the board listen. on the episode or not. I, I believe that they
0: played you on uh, your favorite man's show, Jimmy Fallon. Hell and I saw dude. them Montes for the first- DC For the first- on Jimmy Fallon? Mm-hmm. I believe what so. A world. I believe so. And I saw them on there. And it could have been somebody else, but I'm pretty sure it was them. Well, I, I, you need to clarify, because that would be what a, world, um, what
2: a world I don't want to live in anymore. They
0: were actually pretty good. Like, I kind of- I. It was one of those things where I was like, hey, have you heard of this? And Caleb's like, yes, I've heard of that. Of course I've heard of that. And I'm like, oh, I thought it was pretty good. Tyler, are you telling me you don't want to live in a world where Fontaine's DC and Pang the Disco play on the same stage? Oh, my
2: goodness. <laughs> oh, no. And, it, and the fact that that stage is located in the studio in which Jimmy Fallon films his not show. No, thank you. Oh. No, thank you.
0: I will move into number six, which I will not talk about long. My number six uh, we have talked about this year is Fiona Apple, The Idler Wheel. It was released in, I believe, 2012. That's correct, 2012. I just love Fiona Apple a lot. If you want to hear us talk about Fiona Apple, we did a whole episode on Fiona Apple, so I will not play a song. I played a lot of the songs off of this album. It's a great album. Go listen to it. Yeah, I, number I pref- six, I Fiona prefer Apple. Fiona
2: Mac. Okay. She wished me happy birthday this year, so.
0: Fiona Mac did?
2: No, Fiona Apple. Yeah,
0: Good. she. because I sent it to you, didn't I? Know, I? Yeah, yeah I, sent, I sent him a picture
1: of Fiona <laughs> Apple on his birthday. I said, happy birthday. Right. My number six, uh, left over from my uh, more poppy days. I'm still in poppy days, but uh, it used to be more into it. It's uh, Purity Ring, uh, the album Another Eternity. Saw them live in Chicago. It was a, a great show, great light show. It was like the best part of the show, right? It was. It really added to it. It was very immersive. It was great. Uh, play Begin Again. my <laughs> wonder.
0: All right, I'm next. My number six, uh, according to this list, is the Menzingers' Rented World. I also had After the Party on my list, but I moved it so Creeper could get in there, creep in there, if you will. Um, I've seen them more times this year than probably any other band. They are my favorite band of the decade. Yes. Uh, regurgitated Things, if you'd like to hear more about the Menzingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen to our Menzingers episode of Record Roundtable, now well, available on Spotify and iTunes and stuff. Did you mention on, because you wouldn't have been able to, that they were your, your artist of the decade they, via Spotify, Father yes. Spotify. Uh, yes, Father, uh, Father Spotify uh, said that Menzingers, according to them, in my listenership, was the uh, Menzingers were the artist of the decade for me. So uh, I would like you to play the song Rodent. It is Tyler's favorite song by them, I believe. We've already played I Don't Want to Be an Asshole Anymore. It's the Men's Anthem. It's the best song they've ever written, probably. But we played it. It's, you know, if you want to listen to the best song, listen to that one. But uh, we're going to play Rodent. Well, thank you, Jared. It's Tyler's favorite. But here, let me talk about this song. Well, I mean, like, no, it's not. It's about, like, I mean, certain bands have, like, their, like, Sugar We're Going Down is the biggest song that Fall Out Boy's ever written. Is it their best song? Maybe not, but it is their anthem. Yeah, that's I think true. Dance, dance. Might I don't be, know oh, if dance, dance, I don't think
2: Dance, Dance beats that. It's still far, I like far, it way, better. Oh, I like, write Sins, I Not that. Tragedy. That's the right. The, right? I yeah, mean, yeah, that's well, a good example too.
0: Not now. <laughs> yeah. Now oh it's that goodness. frozen song. That's Jeez. that darn frozen <laughs> song. <laughs> you know what, Jared and I saw. <laughs>
2: actually, Jared and I saw both the times it we saw them this year, we saw them together. Panic but of the, on the Disco, you mean? No, not Panic at the Disco. <laughs> Don't even, I, that would never happen. That would, and you know
0: it. You, I thought you went and saw Panic at the Disco when they played on Jimmy
1: Fallon. Oh my God. I've seen them twice.
2: Is it, in real life? I've yeah. seen them twice as well. You were just, you know, you increase in disappointingness. <laughs> continually. <sighs> but on the way there, I was telling Jared, because at that point, in Columbus, the second time we saw him, I had become more uh Interested. Yes. And uh, I told them that It" was one of my favorite songs, and hopefully they'll play it. And they did. And that was fun.
0: And hopefully we play it. And now we will. Oh,
2: gosh.
1: The amazing thing about them, and it's not because I hate them, because I don't. I really don't. I really, really don't, Jared. Thank you. I don't hate them. Okay. But every time I hear them, it's like the first time I've ever heard them. That That would be be. a good thing. Yeah, that sounds like like a wonderful experience. It's like, uh, oh, wow, this is really good. I've never heard this. It's like
0: that Baby Goss movie where uh, he meets his wife every day or something. What? Groundhog Day, you know. (laughs) Yeah, Baby Goss. (laughs) Baby Goss. (laughs) He (laughs) buried a (laughs) groundhog. No, The Uh, Notebook.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I
0: thought you were talking about Fifty First Dates. Well, maybe God's isn't enough. It kind of works, just, It works, doesn't it? I was doing it? his thing where I said another movie that was True. similar, but didn't. True. Yeah, anyways. He did. You know, Tyler. I've
2: noticed, uh, I noticed that you two thus far have had artists that we've talked about on the podcast yeah. as artists whose albums you've chosen for this list. Cody, maybe, Dax, maybe you will at some point as well, but this is the point in which mine comes around to that because my number six is... Kendrick Lamar's "The Pimp a Butterfly" 2015s. Ah. So I'm. Get, I'll get into. I, by I the got way, one I one right so far. I believe this is. I told you. I don't think it's going to be as easy as you thought. I uh, not. You know. You know. It doesn't matter. But uh, what was I saying?
0: Nobody <laughs> knows. You haven't got to this far yet. <laughs> hmm. What'd you say? I, I said. Uh, I said, we haven't got to this part yet. We had gotten Uh-oh. to the- <laughs> Oh, that's true. That's true. Hey, wait a second. There was a handshake that just happened. Mm-hmm. That might be the last handshake of the year. Ooh. No, it can't be. Could it, might, it be? It might be. It might be. You do, might- ha- you do have to work tomorrow. What number are you at? Oh, I haven't... I haven't been... Once I got 100, I stopped counting. <gasps> oh, boy. What? So we don't have a year... That's part of the year, and we had to know how many handshakes you got for the got 100. year. You got hundred. That was the goal.
1: Boo. No, boo! That stinks. That does stink. I agree. Boo! But whatever. It does stink. Mm.
2: Well, it's Go my ahead, it's it's my turn to choose an, an album by an artist that we've covered previously. So Kendrick had great multiple great releases this decade. Truly, Good Kid, and M.A.D. City. I mentioned this not long ago. I don't remember when, but in a in a in a recent episode that I thought Good Kid, and M.A.D. City might be better. Than Pimp a Butterfly, in my opinion, but I've I've chosen not, I've gone back on that and decided that it is not. So the Pimp a Butterfly, probably my favorite Kendrick album.
0: Hmm. Damn. Also <laughs> very also very good.
2: Uh, I own it. But it's just a great album. And I think that we know that Kendrick changed, and we don't have to get too deep for the same reasons, of sure. course. Uh, but we know that he kind of changed rap with Good Kid, M.A.D. City. Yes. But I think he changed it even further with to Pimp a Butterfly in a way that people weren't expecting. I think it's just a great album.
0: I agree. Good album, indeed.
2: And we don't have to choose a song, and now I'm going to do number five, because that's how we do this. That's right. My number five is another one that you wouldn't have guessed. It's a 2014 release by an L.A. band, an L.A. garage rock revival band, Tijuana Panthers, Wayne Interest. This is an album I picked up. Let's see, I found... Okay, here's how I found them. I went to Forecastle, and I saw Mariachi El Bronx. Which Mariachi El Bronx, yes, phenomenal, is a mariachi version of the Bronx, another LA punk band. And the Bronx, uh, I watched them, I watched Mariachi El Bronx on KXP, and they mentioned that they had just recently done a small tour, a regional tour with Tijuana Panthers, and I was like, that's a cool name. So I looked them up, and it's, like, for me, in terms of creating music, for instance, I really want to do some 60s-influenced garage rock, surf rock stuff, and that's what they do, and it's phenomenal. I think it's a lot of fun. And I really enjoy it. So we can play one if you want. Of course. My favorite off that album is Cherry Street.
0: Pretty nice. Mm -hmm. It's very surfy. Yeah,
2: surf garage.
0: It one might argue it's Beachy Bud. Oh it
2: is a little beachy bud. It It is a little beachy bud. That was the third release, I think. Maybe second. I can't I can't quite remember because Spotify doesn't have them in the correct order. And I own two of the four releases, but very good. Lots of fun.
0: My number five. Is an album that I also had not really discovered until recently, but it was released in the year 2015. It was by Sufjan Stevens, Carrie and Lowell. It is a beautiful album. We have not talked about Sufyan yet, but I believe we will, hopefully, in the coming year. And they, he's done a lot of very, very good music, but this, in my opinion, is his best album. It's very centered around the relationship that he had with his mother. When he was younger, and it's just a very emotionally driven, you can feel that he is very invested in the music that he's making, and his music just in general is very, 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 very good. And therefore, I love this yeah. album quite a bit. My number five, Sufjan Stevens, Karen Lowell. I will play the song Should Have Known Better. <laughs> Very peaceful, but very powerful music. Very I'll never forgive him. No, for not releasing fifty albums about states. <laughs> oh my!
1: <laughs> You'll be torn oh at the time. I
2: mean, like it was a gimmick. I know, but it, I, Michigan, I, not Illinois. Even by him, he barely made it across. Not the Not even, but it wasn't even his. It wasn't even by him necessarily. What the gimmick? Like yeah, he didn't g- come up with it. Not necessarily. Somebody else is kind of. It was yeah. kind of a marketing thing by the label, and and you he know, never and he never intended. He went along with it. Okay, like, you know, in some interviews, I think, for the sake of, yeah, sure, whatever you want to say.
0: But that gimmick did come with one of the greatest songs about Chicago ever made. Well, yeah. yeah. Well,
2: Illinois is a phenomenal album. It's not phenomenal that Michigan's album. not, it's also a really
0: good album. I liked yeah. the song, the, what is it, Chicago. Chicago, the song? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good song. Yeah. great song. That's the only song I really know by him, honestly. Oh, the yeah. whole Like, album. I never got in, I, I liked the gimmick of it. I liked the idea mm-hmm. of the gimmick, and people kind of in that time, 2006, I believe. You know, kind of like liked the idea of that gimmick in indie rock. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really like, kind of what he was known for for a long time right. until really um, that album came. Because he came, he had a Age of Ides, I believe is the name of that. Uh, Odds. Odds from 2011, I think. I listened to that album. It's okay, it, but it's like way different than any. It was kind of like what Bonavir did mm-hmm. when he was doing, like, he was. Um, I don't know. like Experimenting? Yeah, ex- the way he experimented was way before Bonavere experimented. And so yeah. he was kind of the trendsetter in that with indie rock.
2: I know someone who is,
0: that's their favorite album, Age
2: of Odds, hmm. which is an odd choice. I don't
0: know any songs by that album now, but I liked it when it came out. Yeah. I mean, all those years ago. Yeah, well, Could have been in my decade
2: I list again. I, I think all of his music holds up pretty well.
1: Yeah. I really need to get into him because everything I well, you're, heard by him, you're I I like. to. Just, which is in about we, five
2: five to seven weeks. When
1: we're going to
0: cover him, yeah. you're going to get real into that oh, I looking Steve. forward to it. Well, it was in 2010, it. actually. Could have been.
1: Could have been. Could have been.
2: All righty. Well, it my turn? it's yeah. your turn.
1: All right. Uh, my next one, I'm not going to talk about very long at all. It is uh, To Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, Kendrick boy. Lamar. <laughs> oh, boy.
2: Sixes. Yeah. Look at him. Well, he's five
1: for me, right? Yeah, he's five. Oh, he is.
2: Well, fine
1: yeah we're very close we are close well, you yeah. already did the talking so i'm just gonna go right on to number four then right jared have you
0: it? covered five i don't think so no i did oh. twice i went twice
1: oh you did twice okay. no no i didn't yeah you did yes on... i did yes. i did go twice oh my yes, goodness I did. you guys
0: <laughs> i have not done five go for five okay my number five is the Front Bottoms "Talon of the Hawk." Oh, you went "Talon of the Hawk"? Ooh.
1: Interesting. Okay. Ooh. So
0: I listened. So I was choosing these albums, and I decided to listen to the Front Bottoms debut record because I always told myself I did not like it because Which I, it, is wasn't, it wasn't. It um, wasn't. The production wasn't as good as what I thought it was, mm-hmm. or it should be, or what have you. But I listened to it this week, and I liked it quite a bit. Um, the lyrics are very good it's lo- very interesting i love the early front bottom lyrics but i love talent of the hawk it's the first thing i saw or i heard by them i love mm-hmm. uh my pick for a song is going to be twin size mattress i thought you picked pick that yeah. but i very much like the entire album uh au revoir adios is a great song indeed swear to god the devil made me do it is a great song mm-hmm. tattoo tears i really like as well i mean the whole album is very very good they have an npr tiny desk that's very good Caleb and I saw them live. Indeed, we did. Who opened for them, or who, what was that tour? Do you recall? Oh, I feel like it was the one that we saw, because the same band opened for Manchester Orchestra. Um, yes, that was. Uh, oh, hold on. I know. I can't remember right now. When either. was it? No, I want to like it in my. Own. I still like want to double check. Thirteen or fourteen or something like that. Where did I don't you remember see them? that band? Dang. Was With, it the one that? Oh my god. Where would you see him? The Brick, is it Brick something? Man, we're not going to get it. What
2: city did you see them in?
0: Probably Cincinnati. Or Indy. It might have been Indy. It doesn't matter. I no longer care. I really want to know what it was. You
2: can't provide sufficient answers (laughs) to the easiest of questions about it, so I cannot really. Hold on. Bogarts.
0: Bogarts. This is for the Lions. Living in the wiry broke down frames of my friends' bodies When the flood water comes, it ain't gonna be clear It's gonna look like mud But I will help you swim I will help you swim I'm gonna help you swim That was fun. Yeah, good pick, Jared. That I'm was a good I, pick. I'm surprised that you went Talent of the Hawk, but I'm not surprised you went Talent of the Hawk. I mean, I like I like Back on Top. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna enjoy the new album when it comes out. Mm-hmm. I like, I didn't like the first and seventeen release at all. What was that one called? That was Going Gray. Going. I like Going Gray. It wasn't in my list, but I, I liked some of the songs on it. Peace sign was pretty good. Vacation Town was a good song. They just went. They just went in a direction I just didn't like as much. Yeah, that's but... fair. We'll never know who opened for them. True. All right. Maybe so. Well, well, whatever. Jared, number four. Oh, man. I was going to keep looking. (laughs) Okay. My number four is, okay, here we go. It is uh, the Gaslight Anthem Handwritten. It is an excellent uh, rock album, Heartland Rock, if you will. They wear their influence on their sleeve. Yes, they do. Uh-huh. This was after their debut. This was 2012. I very much like this album a lot. Um, you really like 59 sound when that came out. I remember that. Yeah, well, that's the first um, the 59 sound that's the first song I ever heard from them. Mm-hmm. is that that song, the 59 sound in 2009. is when it came out. Then they had their album American Slang, which was pretty good in 2010. Mm -hmm. Another album I liked from that decade. And their album Get Hurt from 2014 I very much enjoyed as well. But the one I like the most is definitely Handwritten. Um, I would like you to play. Oh, buddy. You don't just want Handwritten? Yeah, that's fine. Whoa ho! Yeah,
2: there. what do you all think my opinion is on that band? You probably hate them. I do hate them. Why do you hate them? Because I don't know. Like I honestly don't know. They because it sounds like I, Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, it's, kind uh, of.
0: It's it's, it's, it's that, that, yeah. that Heartland. Rock you know sound. I don't.
2: Yeah, you know I don't like Springsteen. Well, but they're more I like, don't like punk
0: them. too, though. I mean, they I, have. Yeah, that's what you keep saying. They have I, like they're influenced by both Tom Petty and Springsteen, but also have like the uh, punk elements of. Hot water music and against me. I don't know. I can't it's got an against me. I can't tell you
2: how many times I've gone to their page on Spotify and attempted to be interested and not been. And I hate fifty nine sound. I hate it. Hate that song. The album or the song? The song. Mm -hmm. It's not I don't like I don't think and this is this is a this is not a this is a absolutely subjective it's not a good song for me. It's not. I don't know. It just none of it works for me. The first
0: instance on the decade list where somebody got their album shit on. Well, I don't. really. I'm trying to. Well, it's not even that album. That's a 2009 album, Well, I don't like yours. I don't
2: like the one you chose. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: you didn't even listen to it. Probably Caleb and I. Hey, shut uh, up. I just Caleb and I saw them uh, in two. Probably around that same. I think it was that tour, 2012 tour. Probably in probably Indianapolis or something like that. Yeah, didn't. It was um, good. There was a punk band that opened for them that's really popular. Oh, don't get into this <laughs> again, dude. I know. This uh, is not good. Dang it. Uh, Bouncing Souls. Oh, Is that who it was? What? Yeah, Bouncing, yeah Souls open. Bouncing Souls opened? Yeah, Bouncing Souls opened for Gaslighting.
2: What is that? Right? That is weird. Isn't that right, Cher? I thought that, that was... Weird. Weird. Or did they open for Cartel. Menzingers? No. Now, Bouncing Souls... I think Menzingers... One time, they toured with bouncing souls, but they were the Menzingers were the openers in their early career.
0: I don't remember for sure. I just remember we saw bouncing souls, and I'm pretty sure it was in that same vein of music. That's just
2: that would be weird, but but possible.
0: Weird, possible. Okay, so
2: we're on number four. Yeah. This is one you may have guessed. Mm -hmm. It's 2015. Mm -hmm. Kamasi Washington, the Epic. Really? Absolutely. I love that album.
0: Hey, guess what? What? My number four is Kamasi Washington's Oh Epic. my goodness. Oh, we lined up in numbers Whoa. on that one. Whoa, So we can, but we can both talk about that album at the same time. It
2: is so good. I don't want to get too into it because I think we're going to do Kamasi at some point too. I hope but so. I hope so. That album is, I guess I'll do a brief thing that we discussed the other day. It's a it's three- jazz. It's a three-disc jazz album where each disc is almost a standalone album. And they explore kind of a different type of jazz. Or, or a different area in their jazz experience in each disc. Mm-hmm. This is uh, what
1: we listened to the other night. Yes. When we were playing Terraforming it was so It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. It's an amazing jazz album. I've really been in good. a jazz mood since then. Oh, good. Oh.
2: Well, then you'll have to listen to his more recent release. Heaven and Earth. Yes. Okay.
0: Which is also very, very good. Very
2: good. It's a, it's a four. It's a four oh, disc, I believe. I don't
0: remember. I thought it was only two.
2: Maybe it is a two. It's
0: pretty long. Let me check. It's very long, but I can't remember for sure. It's also sure. long. Because... It is two discs. It is two, two discs. Disc. Yep. So Heaven Man. and Earth was a two disc. One was heaven. One was earth. Now that makes and... sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, it, <laughs> it does.
2: does. We're not smart here. It's okay. Uh, yeah. Epic was a 3,
0: three, three part, three part yep. album, and it's
2: it's just so good. A very I,
0: expensive vinyl, but a very worthwhile uh, album. to Well, own. it took
2: me a little bit to build up to buy it. Yeah. I remember. I
0: think it's like a sixty dollar album. Yes, isn't it's right? about
2: sixty bucks, but yeah. it's
0: so good. Truly worth it. It's so
2: good, and it's the thing about it is. Um, I don't know. I like all types of jazz, and I like each individual feel of that of the, each disc yeah. just as much as the other ones. So I would it's just say all really good.
0: If we were to play a song, it'd be Cherokee, right? Because that was when we agreed on.
2: Yeah, I would love to play that song. Because this is, and I'll preface if you don't mind, it's sure. on the third disc, which is more of, it's not like a classic jazz. Yeah. It's more of, and this specific song is like a jazz pop, like yeah. like an older feeling jazz pop. Uh, but it's so fun and it's it's got a great little beat to it and the singing is great.
0: So the singing is great. Very little singing across this album, but that's what makes this song stand out quite a bit is the vocal performance that's on it. So
1: you. I can't forget
2: I just want to hear that part anyway.
0: Understandable. I, of course, the epic is by its title very epic. It is about a three-hour experience. So, if you are looking for a worthwhile three-hour experience, I would certainly recommend the epic. But know what you're getting into before you jump in. Yeah. It is a three-hour dense, wonderful jazz album.
2: So good.
1: Oh yeah, it's my yeah. Because mine was number four. Yeah. yeah. We shared. Uh this is another one I'm not going to have to talk too much about. It's the front bottoms. The front <laughs> bottoms. Yeah. I I picked the front bottoms album. I prefer it. I like the I like the one you picked, Jared, too. Uh it's just this one was the first one I came across and it speaks out more to me. Same. Uh we don't really need to we don't play, need a, song. Yeah. play songs. a
0: song 2 front bottoms. Play a song him. while you Don't need two front bottoms. Pick your favorite song, Maps. Maps is a good song. It is a good song. Great. Yeah, 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 song, too. I typed in maps and the first thing that came up was yeah 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 (laughs) second thing that came up was Maroon 5 oh No. no third thing was Front Bottoms
2: but yeah There is a map on that wall. You're right, Dax.
0: I love that the, the high pitch <laughs> was the end of that right there. Mm-hmm. That's the
1: best part. It was great stuff.
0: My favorite lyric from theirs, I think, is probably, um, hold on, let me find it. I want to be stronger than your dad was for your mom. Mm.
1: That's
0: pretty good. That's that's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good Jared was. my next? I believe You're next. You, you haven't done four, right? I don't know who does no, anymore. Think, oh no, you go twice I did now. Four. Yeah, I do go, I go yeah, twice. You oh go boy, twice now. Oh again. Uh, boy, go again. Go these, again. These aren't going to be any surprises. Number from here, three. No, no. Number three.
1: Uh, number three. Uh, the Mountain Goats. Oh Transcendental boy. Transcendental Youth. Mm. Oh boy. Uh, we've talked about the Mountain Goats. That was one of the first ones, that, wasn't it? It was, I, was early. Was I think early. it might have been
2: in like February or March, something like that. Yeah, that, yeah, was
1: that was pretty early. That was an early one. Yeah. Uh, love the Mountain Goats. I like their earlier stuff a lot too i probably wouldn't put this towards the top of all of their music but uh of the ones that came out this decade this is definitely the top for me somehow better than beat the Champ, right that's what i'm saying i know i like Beat. The... i know i that. like I it know. too i, I like know. all of them the new one hasn't grown on me yet yeah I i'm know. gonna we give it more time that. i think it'll probably grow on me i might life.
2: have to stab you with a foreign object
1: yeah, mm, it, that's good. That's good. Cry goths it. Goth's took a while to grow on me, too. Cry for Judas. That is the song I would play. That is a great song. I thought we
0: weren't playing ones from ones we ever covered, but we could play.
1: Oh, we don't have to. He just said it. That's okay. He, he said. What he do,
2: do you want it. to do? It's your choice.
0: Play it.
1: That's enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, good I'm sticking stuff. with it. Jared, number three. <laughs> My number three album of the decade. Favorite albums. Motion City Soundtrack. My Dinosaur Life came out in 2010. It's been around for ten years. Not yeah, is a good album. It is not as good as um, Commit This to Memory. No, probably the best. Their best album for surely. For surely. For surely. 2004. But it released. is definitely a great um return to form for them after even if it kills me their debut mm. um major label release i would like you to play oh, worker b that is my i that is the one i have on my list that is a great song it but is. oh man Disappear. there's so many I mean, Her Words of Story of My Plan is a really good song as well. Sure. It's like the lead single from it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Hysteria is a good song. I don't know. Whatever, whatever you want to play is good. Play I could like disappear quite a bit. Do it. I could disappear. Yes. I'm a breach and paper silhouette. Need medication. More medication. Coursing through your inner states. Oh, medicate confused and counterfeit. Comic-Cos. You seal the blood inside you. Guess who's got it figured out? I'll let you win. I would say that uh, Worker Bee is like one of the best lead, like beginning songs, um, in a punk album. Like it's a pretty pop good punk It's, album, a, it's I should a pretty say. good beginning it's song. It's a re, like it's just very. It's not what you would expect from them, but it, it's. I really like them. We saw them as well. You know, we did. As I already said before, that's good. Didn't these ever say anything? I believe that's correct. Yeah. I just remember he after the show he was walking around talking uh, like meeting people. Yeah. But he would not talk because he was like my voice. Yeah. He's like trying to save his voice. He was like drinking honey or something. It was pretty good. But yeah, it was a fun show. I I'm glad that they're back doing stuff. They had uh, broken up. It does nothing ever lasts long. Tell that to MCR. Uh, so yeah. You know, yeah. Punk bands never last. Yeah. Call up. them what you will. Uh. Call so, them what you will. What? MCR.
2: I'm not getting into it. It's uh, (laughs) number three.
0: Number three.
2: My number three. This is an artist that I found because I heard one of their songs on WCRD when I was in Munchie. Mm -hmm. And I bought the album. And I now love this artist so much because they're awesome. And this is my favorite of their releases, a 2016 Angel Olsen's My Woman did you have that one I on there? I did. I love that album. It's so 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 good. And people I if it's her, her best album for me. I liked All Mirrors, it's pretty good. Yeah. And I liked Phases, which people have talked about those being better, but I just don't think that they are. So, this was my initial uh, you know, finding of Angel Olsen. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, I would like to play Intern
1: angel Olson had quite the powerful 2000s. oh man 2010s that just butters my toast man that's good stuff. she is
2: awesome angel she's Olson's awesome pretty great she's amazing <laughs> i love her tell her for me
0: someone please find <laughs> angel and let her know that tyler loves her so now it's time for my number three which i i'd like to think this is also something that would butter someone's toast It is an album that was released, I believe, in 2012. 2012. It is the album Lonerism by Tame Impala. When I discovered Tame Impala, I was shook. I loved it. It was great. Shooketh. Shooketh by the wonderful sounds of Tame Impala and their psychedelic rock music. And it's very good. I like this album quite a bit. Yeah. It's been a mainstay for the entirety of this decade. I don't I don't think I found it in 2012. I might have found it in 2012, actually. I think I did. And weirdly enough, like in that year, Elephant from that album was in like a car commercial, and I was like, This doesn't sound like something that would be popular. And then all of a sudden Tampa became popular. And I was like, Oh, okay, that's fine. Yeah. So Tampa like had a very, very, very good 2010s. And they have a new album coming out next year, <laughs> this year, 2020, as of you're listening, and uh, Lonerism is still my favorite album from yeah. them, as of this moment. So. Well, that's
2: I agree that that's their best anyway. Yeah, so. and I, I found them because I bought a copy of MGMT's Oracular Spectacular, ah. and Travis goes, have you listened to Tame and Pound, Like Homeling now?
0: He likes them quite so a bit, too. He yeah. likes them quite a bit, too. I'm going to play Ender's Toy, because I like that one a lot, too. Some sweet, sweet psychedelic rock. Mm. That's my number three. Am I going number two now? <laughs> I hope not. I don't, No. No, I went twice. Didn't I? Dax went twice. I was twice. making a poop joke. This is horrible. It's so your number two. It's Good my job. number two. Okay. I lost. <laughs> it's been. A, it's, this is a long process, okay? <laughs> so for my last two albums, no one will be surprised because everything that I like is things that everyone knows that I like. Nothing is a surprise, and therefore, my number two album is none other than Radiohead's a Moonshaped Pool Toga. from 2016. We've talked about Radiohead <laughs> extensively, we talked about it, yeah. And they are probably my favorite band as of this current juncture. Perhaps that will fall farther down at some point, I don't know, but as of this moment. I very, very much loved A Moonshaped Pool. It took me a while to get into it. When it first came out, I didn't love A Moonshaped Pool. I liked it, but ever since probably last year, I got really, really, really into Radiohead and realized that I like this album a lot. So it's been a long-played album since then. Uh, Yeah, but we've already covered Radiohead, so I don't have to play anything. I find it interesting Mm -hmm. with Radiohead Mm -hmm. that people in like 1997 Mm -hmm. were saying the things you're saying now and the people that didn't like Radiohead scoffed then. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, Radiohead, yeah, you're just a whatever, you know, like, um, you're snob, basically. Yeah. You know, if somebody likes Radiohead, and they're even or whatever. In and we're going into 2020 now, and, and, and still somebody's, like, like, like number snob. two Radiohead from this decade. You're like, are you sure you're recording this yeah. for a 2020 <laughs> podcast? Right. It's, like, it's so weird. I don't know.
2: Does the snobby thing still hold? Yeah, I mean, yes, probably, yes, absolutely, yeah, probably it does, so. It oh, I'm like, does. He just, oh so it certainly does. He's a giant who would have thunk
0: that, like you know, they they anybody would still the snobby, snobby snobs, yeah, would still be picking Radiohead albums that came out in the decade of 2010, sure. going into 2020. I, I think, but isn't that I, just a statement of? The oh, fact I know. That they I know. Are such uh, an important band that, I think, like, in the 90s, people were like, "Oh, you're such a snob for listening to them." 2000s, oh, you're such a snob for listening to them. 2010s, and probably 2020. I think We're that, gonna be talking about th- how much of a snob you are for listening to Radiohead after they've been making music for over three decades. Yeah, but I think get s- over it; they're a good band.
2: I think the snobbiness has diminished because of King of Limbs,
0: because they actually had an album that wasn't great. Yeah, that's fair.
2: Definitely not great. The cover looks cool. It does look cool. if you want to get some bonus points for that, Tom.
1: Oh, Tom. <laughs> All right, number two. Yeah. Number two. I saw this band live, uh, too. Uh, it's uh, Screaming Females, hey. the album Rose Mountain. I saw them in uh, Cleveland, Ohio, I think, in just this like tiny little bar. Um, it was just a bunch of college kids who had no idea who they were. So,
2: Did you go up there to see them, or were you there, and then you're like, hey.
1: I was there for work. Nice. And then I just saw that they were playing close to me, so I just went in. And I was, like, the only person who actually knew who they were. So yeah. I was, like, the only person to stay and talk to them. So we just, like, sounds, hung out. Sounds pretty snobby if you ask me. drinks. It was just a bunch of college I, kids. It was a small guy. I, I know. I know, I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. Great album, though. I, I love a lot of their music, but this is my favorite by them. Uh, I don't even know what song I should play. I haven't thought that far ahead. Maybe uh, Ripe? I was thinking Ripe.
2: She rips.
0: Shame you won't be able to get to hear that that vocal range on her until we cover them on Record Roundtable, which we will at some point. Yeah, we should. Yes, we should. No doubt. Tyler and I saw them this year. We did. This year. We did. Very good still.
2: Very good. I bought an album too.
0: Good, 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 good. They were touring all at once. Touring on the album all at once.
2: Yeah, they were touring on that album, I believe, but that's not the one I bought, but they were touring on it. They were at uh, a small... Music festival held at Urban Artifact, okay. our side in Cincinnati.
0: Yeah, I don't, it wasn't even about like a tour. It was just like when you do festival stuff like that, you're not necessarily touring on an album, you're just going because they're paying you money. Right. Yeah. But it wasn't
2: a big, you know, it was a little. Who, no, it was pretty who, and little. who played after them? Green Jelly. Well, later on that <laughs> night, yes. Green jelly I don't remember. Green
0: jelly. I don't. Who was that? I, oh, clap your hands, say yeah. Yes, Is that who it was? was? Clap your hands. They were say interesting. Yeah. Clap they your hands, as good. say yeah. Played yep. with screaming females. They did, but it not was. with them. It was it, it. was a bunch of people. Uh, what was the one? Yeah, but they played right with after the cello. That was interesting. too. That was
2: really good. That's a local. That was a local group. Oh, uh, Okay. Well, uh, name them. Shout I out. I don't remember the name, but I just remember they were local. Oh man! If you're local but,
0: to Cincinnati, we give you a shout out. Yeah,
2: but clap your hands, say yeah. We're at, did play afterwards and I'll tell you what Screaming Females just blew them all up nice
1: I think I saw them when they were touring Rose Mountain I think it was 2015 when I saw them and oh boy
0: oh boy boy oh boy Jared number two my number two is an album by The Wonder Years pop punk Mm. stuff Suburbia I've Given You All and Now I'm Nothing came out in 2011 it is probably if I had to um, if I had to say I would say it is probably the best pop punk album of the decade it is kind of like what it's the trend set of how people made albums during the decade for pop punk. It it very much set the tone for what that sound was for that decade. I agree with you on that. I remember and they didn't when this really... came out and it was it it wasn't like groundbreaking what they were doing but it was different from what other people were doing it was kind of mixing emo with pop punk yeah you know like they were very emotional with their lyrics and stuff and kind of talked about things within their lyrics that most people hadn't at that point or Mm -hmm. at least didn't it wasn't about girls as much as it was about life kind of thing. Right. Really, um, when it comes down to it, what you're going to hear on this album is going to be something where you're like, I think I heard this kind of before, but what you it came out in 2011. So in 2011, you really hadn't heard it this same way before. Yeah. I mean, and they had albums after that that were pretty okay. Probably the one... I really like Sister Cities that came out in 2018 mm-hmm. by them, and then The Greatest Generation was pretty good, but they didn't try and repeat what they did on Suburbia on their other albums, and it's probably why it's their best album. It's mm-hmm. probably why. So I want you to play "Came uh, Out Swinging." It is probably the best. Like it is a, an excellent way to start a concert. Like that song. It's an excellent way to start. It an is album. there, like another version or not a version, but another example of an anthem for a band. Yeah. Like that is how this song is how you start a punk show. Right. Uh, it's made up. It's it's
1: it's it's Moved all my shit
0: Like I knew, I knew the first line of that song, like because it's just it's ingrained in my brain. It's called "Came Out Swinging," so it's like this is you know yeah, how I'm you doing. start. This is how you start. It yeah. came out swinging. It's a good album. It's very good. Nice Tyler, number two and number one. I know I'm doubling up oh, on. Why don't the, you let the him, enders? Well, I don't know. What? I guess it's
2: somebody's got to.
0: Someone's got to start. I what care. do you
2: want to go first on number one instead?
0: Not necessarily. I mean, I, I don't <laughs> care the way my here, go, yeah. Let rotate. me go. I'll do number yeah. You do your number two, and I'll go number one because okay. I've mine's a reverse Okay,
2: that's fine. That's fine. Reverse rotation. Yeah. Okay, we can do that. That'll put me number one. Number one. Sure. Hooply, oh it's exciting. My number two, my second lovable female fronted artist. Angel Olsen was not the second one. She's just awesome anyway. Sure. Uh, that I fell in love with in 2015 ish. Uh, and have listened to forever since then he knows what it is already i believe it's a 20 what it be yeah a 2015 release no no wait
0: just say it
2: <laughs> i gotta look for it to look it, look it is up? 2015 He's gonna look yeah, i wrote it, it anyway. i wrote it down but i lost it in my list oh, okay it's a 2015 release hop along's painted shut
0: Oh, it's was painted shut. Damn it!
2: He thought it was gonna be the other one. I thought
0: it was gonna be Dis Get Disowned.
2: Nope. Damn I it. love Get Disowned.
0: I forgot that you like Painted Shut better. Get
2: Disowned is very good. I 2012, their it. first release. Well, their first release as Hop Along, prior to the Hop Along Queen Anne's release. But Painted Shut uh, is my favorite of their albums. It's the first. It's also my first, my initial uh, album I purchased of theirs and listened to of theirs. I almost won a test pressing of it at Record Store Day, and I didn't. Dang. I know, it would have been so cool. At but Shake a, It What?
1: Was no. it a Shake It? No, at no, it was a VGR. Oh, V G R Yeah, it was a VGR. Oh.
2: But uh instead I won a an autographed Foles poster, which is also very oh, good. Also so good. I couldn't I wasn't unhappy, but I was you know, it would have been cool. So I love this album. I love their sound. I saw them last year mm-hmm. and it was amazing and there was only probably like twenty to thirty people at the show and I was in the very front and it was it was great. So, very fun. I want to play Powerful Man. Cool.
1: Sun setting on the street Your dad told you not to look at me Down came the fist Upon your head I was the only other I tried to run
0: I was the only other
2: so should have known it was Painted You should have known. You should have known. I'm Although, stupid. I'll admit that the the background on my home screen on my phone is Get This Own. So. Which is
1: why I thought about yeah. it, too. I know how much you love Hop Along. So is, I, this, nice is this up. the band that has the song about Jackson C. Frank? Hors yes. Shoe Crab it's on Rock that album. Okay, it's on good. Painted Shut. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: You did good. Uh, oh, well, thank you. <laughs> you did good. Thank, thank you, Sir sir Daxian. <laughs> All
0: right. Jared's number one. My number one is the Menzingers on the Impossible Pass. Oh. Indeed. Artist of the Decade Great album 2012 release It is I believe the first thing that I Heard by them And then you know Kind of the What solidified my interest in them and such I would like you to play Burn After Writing And get into it a little bit
2: Just give me a thumbs up, you know. And
0: he nearly, he <laughs> n- nearly picked three albums from Menzinger. Almost, he decided he could just do but the guess, number one. Guess what? Though he
2: picked the best two, yeah. from them. So he can't be upset about that.
1: True it's thing. absolutely astounding that I liked that, but I don't remember ever. I was about it. to ask you if you.
2: Well, remember you can that go back one.
0: and listen to the episode that we recorded. It's true, the Menzingers on Record Roundtable. Check it out on Spotify and iTunes near yep. you. I like that. You're album You're listening a lot. to it now.
2: That album's great. I just bought <laughs> that album a week ago.
0: That was actually a Tom May song. Who is not my favorite member of that group that sings lead. My favorite is Greg Barnett. Yeah. But and I that but that song is very good. It, it wasn't until I saw them. I think when we saw them in Columbus that I really like kind of soli- like took those lyrics and and enjoyed that song more. But yeah, the whole thing's good. I like them and such. So
1: cool. All right. Dax. My number one, no surprise at all. It's Modern Vampires of the City, Mm -hmm. uh, Vampire Weekend, uh, Artist of the Decade as well. We high-fived. That was what that little slap was. Good high-five. I uh, had this album. I, I bought it on vinyl, and it came with a CD. So I just had this in my car, and it was my like commuting to school music. It would just play on repeat. It is just ingrained in me. I don't know what song I want to play. They're all so good. uh um, I get I guess Obvious Bicycle. Go with the first song. Okay. Mornings come, you watch the red sunrise. The LED still flickers in your eyes. All you ought to spend, face the razor. Because no one's gonna spend time for you.
0: I love the song Unbelievers. That's good. Yeah, that is that's like, a good one. That's probably my favorite song by them. I after we did the the, the episode you of, listen to that song a lot. I listen to it quite a bit. I love um Diane Young too. Mm-hmm. That I love the the word plays. It's beautiful. It's a good album. It's a very, very good album. It's
2: good. Their debut still still stands it for me. Oh though. yeah. It's yeah.
0: incredible. Yeah. I love the debut.
2: Me too.
1: They're all <sighs> good. So my number one. Uh, wait a minute. Oh. Wait a minute. <laughs> okay, let's just move past that. Let's they're, not think about that too much. They're
2: all good.
1: The all, all father the, of the bride is a big old piece of it's trash. Okay. It's, it's okay.
2: It's okay. it's bloated. Like
1: it's okay. Like oh, a
0: I didn't know we we're going to 2020 with a little John reference, <laughs> Jared. Go back to 2007. Oh man, you fool! Ooh. Wow, uh,
2: even earlier, really?
0: Probably. When
2: did Yeah come out?
0: Oh god! Oh five, I believe. Yeah, or maybe so. 03. Something yeah, like that. it's all quite right. early. Early, way, anyway. way too early for us to be talking about. Quite too podcasts. early, Anyways, let's all say Caleb's number one together. Three, two, one. Kendrick Lamar to Pimp a Butterfly. Whoa. Thanks for participating, guys. You suck. <laughs> you suck. Uh-huh. Anyways, artist of the decade. Hey, that means expected. that
2: means three of us had that on our list. That's true. And Jared, which makes and, sense. And Jared strayed from Pop Puck, I think, once, so that's still, that's still pretty <laughs> solid. Yeah. It's my favorite of the year, don't, uh, unfortunately, Of the decade. Unfortunately, I unfortunately
0: say. I, I'd love to, to mention it, too. I'm pretty sure that To Pimp Butterfly is the only hip hop record anybody picked. Uh-uh. What did you pick?
2: My number one. Oh. oh. It's not hip hop. It's, it's not hip hop. Yeah.
0: Oh, I know it, then. Go ahead. Say it.
2: It's D'Angelo and the Van. I got
0: it right. Yes,
2: Black Messiah.
0: I told you. Yeah. I told sure. you. If it wasn't on his list, I'd be. I would blow me away. I did say that. Yeah. yeah. Why don't you say what it was again, so that the listeners can hear? It's the Angelo,
2: and the Vanguard, Black Messiah, 2014. Oh yes, great album. Well, I'll let you speak first. I, it's not all right. It's not hip hop. It's not hip hop. But it, it's soul. But it comes R-B out. Of, it hip-hop. comes out of it's not a rapper. It <laughs> comes out of hip hop.
0: It, yeah, so, it has hip hop elements. Yeah. for well, sure. Well,
2: he, I mean, Brown Sugar mm-hmm. and Voodoo are hip hop. Yeah. So,
0: I, I mean, I would argue that, like, I, to talk about the two albums almost simultaneously, to Butterfly and this uh, D'Angelo's album, Black Messiah, are they're both in- incredibly important albums for this decade. Yeah,
2: I would say so. I mean, th- so this won a Grammy, right? And when they during the acceptance speech. I know, it doesn't mean, listen, it doesn't mean anything to me either, but during the acceptance speech, they (laughs) said, uh, you know, someone thanked D'Angelo for allowing them to create an album like this at at this point in time. Right. You know, like, who would have thought that you could create an album that would win a Grammy? Not that it matters, but it would win a Grammy. That's like weird soul R&B, like recycled in a fresh new way, and that still has kind of like a... It like you can feel where it came from.
0: Right. Well, the th- the interesting thing about like if you think about the trajectory ever is that it came out in two thousand fourteen. It wasn't an album that should be popular in two thousand fourteen. So the fact that it won a Grammy is crazy. Really, you didn't see hip like this kind of soul music coming into the foray again until Childish Gambino's Awaken My Love. Right. That's really when that became more popularized. It would have been it would have made sense that this album, Black Messiah, would have been very popular and very well received Yeah, that time 2018 well, 2019 we, even this year well this year we see
2: anderson but, pox release that has a lot of that in it and we and yeah. now it's become it's become more popularized sure malibu is that.
0: another album that i wish was in my top 10 but there's just been so many good albums sure. but malibu was also a huge influence on my soul listening like black messiah but it also took him 14 years to it did to come out it yeah did. It, the, his second album voodoo came voodoo. out in 2000 yep, yep. Then his next release was that album, and he hasn't had another one since then. Right. But, I mean, it you know it it is not you can't uh, you know ignore the fact that it took, you know, it, fourteen years to build that album. Right. Exactly. Right, right. Right. I don't. It's know. phenomenal. That I, album's phenomenal. I'm glad that the, the like our two albums I think pair well together. Yeah. When it comes down to it, not to say that that your two not the your two artist picks and album picks are bad. I'm just saying that. Black Messiah and The Butterfly in my opinion pair well together as albums of the decade because they really shaped music in a lot of ways. Yep. They shaped what soul was going to sound like and become more popular again and The Butterfly really shaped hip hop in a lot of ways. So, I don't know. It's good good pick. How yeah. would you pick that? I'm 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 happy that you picked what I thought you'd pick. Yeah.
2: I you knew it was going to be on there. I did. I love that album's phenomenal. I heard I uh, heard, once again, on, I believe, WCRD, actually, I think it was like a VGR's Choice song, Really Love played, I'm like, this song is wild, mm-hmm. this song's wild, like, I don't know, and I showed my girlfriend at the time, I was like, what do you think about this? She's like, I don't know, and I'm like, I think I'm gonna have to buy this album, because it's just like, I don't know what to think, and it, dude, that album is just... It's different, just different, man.
0: Let's play. Can we play? Do you why, have one in mind? Why don't we? Finish I love. The really love is my favorite songs. song. Because we should finish the. Not to to supersede or anything, but three people did pick "To Pimp a Butterfly." I feel like we should yeah. pick a song off of that because none of us have played a "To Pimp a oh. Butterfly" song on this episode. Okay. So I'd like oh, to yeah. play. play his song, and, and then, then honorable finish. mentions maybe a couple oh, honorable mentions mm-hmm. real quick, and then go from there.
2: Yeah, I'd like to play "Really Love." That's my. Cool. That's the first song I heard. It's my favorite song off of there, and it's it's just fun. Oh, boy.
1: I hope that whole thing stays in. Oh, boy. It's good.
2: Isn't it good, though?
1: That was how long?
0: That was two minutes.
1: Oh, man. I could have peed. He could have. He should have really. So good.
0: I remember. She would have missed all of that beautiful. He doesn't care. I know. He doesn't care. That
2: intro is just fun, man. It gets all. First, it's just strings, and you get that Spanish guitar, and it just flows with that Mm. little chimes right into the. Oh, and it's nice. a
0: great track, but it's not even really exemplary of what this album sounds like because there's, oh, so, no, much there's going so much. There's so much different on stuff album. on it.
2: I, yeah, no. this album is so diverse yeah. that that's not. Well, I find that to be a standout. Actually, it kind of sounds a little bit different from most of the other stuff on it. Yeah. So, but it's there's one song on there that reminded me of the theme song to Hey Arnold.
0: Nice.
2: <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> and just the groove of it. And there's wow. just a bunch of really interesting stuff. I remember one summer I used to just ride my bike around Muncie. And just listen to that song, just to be, like, cruising. To be like, oh, yeah, dude.
0: So <laughs> You and Gerald?
2: Me and Gerald. Nice. I got, a, I, got a, I got a flannel and a football Abner.
0: head. So, so uh, before we close out, anybody have any – and these are just honorable mentions. They don't have to be anything specific, but, like, for the most part, I would say albums that maybe we haven't had a chance to, like, talk about that would be difficult maybe for us to have a chance to talk about again since we're coming out of, you know – the 2010s I
1: have, a, I have a couple okay so uh polka never dies by the dreadnoughts mm-hmm. uh, irish punk music I, I went through a very strong irish punk phase dreadnoughts are one of my favorites polka never dies is a great album not entirely polka uh despite what the uh, title says good album uh also robert ellis uh, lights from the chemical plant favorite album by him very good country album and william bell this is where I live. 2016, uh, very soulful, great stuff. Tyler, you should check that one out. Do oh, you know well, that one? You'd like that
2: no, one. no, I'll give it a go, though. I have some... Country is a genre that we didn't really cover much today, but I actually listened to a lot of alternative country during this decade, uh, and I had quite a few on the... You know, I had Jason Isbell in the 400 units. Here we rest on here, which I believe was a 2010, but it could be 20... No, it's a 2010, I believe, or 11. Really great album. Then he did a couple of solo albums, Southeastern, really great. Uh, Some Sturgill, you know, all of really all of Sturgill's work has been really influential on the genre as well during this decade. So, country's made a big shift, and I think it's worthwhile listening to some of those people, even though we didn't get a chance to talk about some of them today.
0: Are you gonna go? Is that your all your honorable mentions? You want to talk about, or are you gonna keep going? I mean, I had an OC's album on here that was
2: kind of fun. Which one? Fain floating Coffin is my planet? favorite of theirs. F- floating yeah, floating sense Coffin. Yeah, Floating Coffin. But uh, other than that, I mean, I, I think that's a beach house. And, the, and that type of genre, I guess, is one we're saying too. So, Bloom was on there. I mentioned earlier to Caleb that I was listening to Washed Out earlier too. So, that's that's a genre... Dream pop and shoegaze made a resurgence in this decade. We didn't For talk sure. about that much either, but there's a lot. There was a lot of. love to mention
0: that Slow Dives' uh, self-titled album came out in 2017, and that was a great album yeah. as well.
2: So definitely some some genres that may prove in this next decade to really explode in a different way. Even
0: so, Jared, you got right. any? I got uh, three pop albums. You know, mainstream pop. Lady Gaga, Born This Way, pretty good. Sam Smith, In the Lonely Hour, and Taylor Swift, 1989, all relatively good pop records that came out this decade. Also, when talking about country, uh, Chris Stapleton, Traveler, is a very good record. Um, and then that's probably uh, Moose Blood. Uh, I don't think I can do this anymore. and other pretty good pop punk stuff. Uh, the Killers had uh, Battle Born, pretty good record. And then Against Me, White Crosses, that came out in 2010, I believe. Also, none of us uh, had any Kanye albums, which... I don't know. Like he was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is a very good album and is worth talking about from this decade yeah but that didn't I, I think that one was my number 24 on my list yeah. I will probably say that because I have a 200 list I will not say all 200 on this show but I will we could probably post it or something. I don't Go, know, 1 through
1: it. 200 right now. No, okay. no, no. So number, number one that. is. Stop <laughs> it.
0: Number two is. Um, so ones that didn't get mentioned that are worth mentioning, like that we haven't had a chance to mention. I, I already mentioned Childish Can Be Awaken My Love was a great album that came out this decade. Malibu, Anderson Pock was a great album that came out this decade. Earl Sweatshirt, some rap songs that came out in 2018. Loved that album a lot. Didn't love it? That's okay. That's yeah. okay. You don't, you don't have to like it. Uh, I also really enjoyed Mount Eagles of Crow Looked at Me from 2017. Great album. Another hip-hop album that was really good that no one has mentioned yet. We've only barely covered is Death Grips Money Store. 2012. And that was a really, that was a really album. good album. Uh, I have not had a chance to talk about Mets. Their debut album oh, yeah. from 2012 was also amazing. Uh, I have not had a chance to talk about Bad Bad Not Good yet. Their second album, Bad Bad Not Good 2, is very, very good. That came out in 2012 as well. Uh, Thundercat drunk from 2017, yep. another really good release. Yep. Um, and I'm trying if we somehow we didn't mention David hey, Bowie's look. black star.
2: Oh yeah. I would have loved to mention that actually that and Cohen both come out the same year. They did when they passed. Black star was an album that's on my hundreds list. And I thought about throwing it on here, but I just decided not to, but it is really good.
0: I have not had a chance to mention unknown orchestra. Multi love. It's another album that really, really shaped my psych rock listening. And then it's also worth mentioning, in my opinion, that I have not had a chance to talk about Flying Lotus yet. I'd like to talk about them at some point in the future. Um, great electronic music. Both You're Dead and Until the Quiet Comes are two albums that I really, really enjoyed. So those are just a quick, quick spurt of albums that are worth mentioning. Wow.
2: How many of mine did you
0: get, Caleb? The air is off. Think... That was long-winded. <laughs> uh, let's see. I got my woman. Yep. I got the epic to Pimp a Butterfly and Black Messiah. So I got five, Pretty and good. I almost got six because I put Get Disowned because yep. I'm yep. stupid. I also thought you put Mass uh, Mass Education. Or mass that was a good. That was a good album. By, that was a very good. Because I, I know Vincent. how much you enjoyed that Saint Vincent album. It is really good. I thought you put Black Star David Bowie.
2: Also a great album. Mass Reduction changed my ideas of pop and how I think about pop. Yep. So, that I th- album was very good. I thought and you were going to put the Black Mini album. It was Mini really album. good. Ah, uh, yep. All of great. My favorite album of the year. Great album. I'm happy to see Math Rock back into it. But uh,
0: Surprised you didn't pick uh, No Cities to Love. It's on, because, it's on my
2: initial list here, but I... Yeah. I, I Ruled it out, but it was a great, and it was well received too. Yeah. The comeback from from Slater Kenny's 2005, if you will. And then
0: finally, and I I, I didn't know what your number 10 would be, so I just threw one out. I thought maybe sometimes I sit and think, sometimes I just sit would be on there. Yeah, that
2: was a good one. So,
0: yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to our decade list. Our ramblings. Our ramblings indeed. Our ramblings indeed. How long has this been? About an hour and a half. (laughs) It's
2: It's fine.
1: fine. It's fine. That's great. I love it.
0: Thank you for listening to this week's edition of Record Roundtable. We've been talking about our decade list for the 2010s. Next week, we're going to be talking about Baroness. Thanks for listening to us in the year 2019, in that decade. I hope you listen to us going into the new decade. Check us out on Facebook and on Patreon.
1: Now when the game got the whole world talking Have again, a great go night to goodbye when, cut the legs off when you got the yams